Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the two pros and a cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. So obviously the big story in the world of sports is the DeMar Hamlin situation with the Buffalo Bills. Um, Suffered a cardiac arrest on the field last night in the game against Cincinnati in the first quarter. They were able to get a heartbeat on the field, get him to uh, the local hospital in Cincinnati. He is still there. No word as to what his uh, status is, just that he's still in critical condition. And so as soon as we have the latest details on that and the latest reports to come out from there, uh, we will keep you posted on all of that. Um, a little bit of good news in, in light of all this the situation taking place there with Damar Hamlin. So he had a he started a GoFundMe a couple of years ago to be able to donate toys around the holidays in 2020 for families locally in Pennsylvania who were affected by uh, the pandemic. And yeah, he's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, and so he had it. It was you know he had a goal initially to raise twenty five hundred dollars, and they got wind of it last night. Did the Bills fans and started donating, and as of right now. It's at over $3.2 million. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. So a lot of people saw that, shared it on social media. And so that, you know, right there is an indicator that you guys talked about it. Everybody rallied around 
what was happening last night. It was no longer Bengals versus Bills. It was no longer, you know, uh, you've got an allegiance or a rooting interest or a fantasy football playoff game or you've got, you know, some seeding in the AFC. you got to worry about everybody rallied around this and got behind this whole situation. And you had, you know, uh, prayers being held outside the hospital, you know, Bengals fans, Bills fans together. And just to see everybody rally around and get this, you know, his GoFundMe up over $3.2 million in, you know, less than 24 hours uh, since the the injury and the situation took place or the cardiac arrest took place and him getting taken to the hospital. Pretty awesome to see everybody rally around DeMar Hamlin in a really difficult time for not only him, but his family and everybody involved. So awesome stuff from everyone. Truly, truly incredible, man. I mean, just, just to think about, you know, the outpouring of love and, and hopefully – you know, things continue to trend upward for him. It, it sounds like, at least right now, even these those in critical care, um, they've got a, they've got him in a stabilized condition, and, and it looks like you know things are headed in a more optimistic direction. Um, but obviously, tremendous job for all those that donate and help supporting them. Yeah, so uh, so good stuff there. So again, we're going to keep you posted on any developments, updates on Demar Hamlin and the situation there uh, in Cincinnati, still in the hospital there, as you mentioned, Brady, and uh, we'll keep you up to speed on that for the next couple hours here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. So um, on the NFC side of things, we talked about the Green Bay Packers last hour being a problem. All of a sudden, they're hot. They're favored. They win. They're in this weekend on Sunday night football against the Detroit Lions. And then you go towards the top of the standings in the NFC. And all of a sudden, the one seed that seemed like a foregone conclusion for the Philadelphia Eagles, eh, maybe not so much. Uh, They did not look good this past weekend against the New Orleans Saints. Gardner Minshew struggled. And New Orleans won that game. We obviously saw Dallas win. You've seen the 49ers go on their roll that they've been on. And now, as we mentioned, the Green Bay Packers are catching fire and they're hot. And yet it's the Philadelphia Eagles who, look, Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, we were talking coach of the year, MVP, best team in the league. And over the past couple of weeks, it's taken on a completely different turn since Jalen Hurts has been out. Now Philadelphia finds himself in a spot this weekend against the Giants who don't really have anything to play for, needing to win to secure that one seed. And for me, with all their health issues, Lane Johnson, Jalen Hurts, Philly seems like the team in the NFC that needs that bye week more than anybody else. They do. I, I, I do wonder, though, and we were having this conversation, I think, about a week ago. Is like, you know, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, though, do you, do you want Jalen Hurts being off this many weeks before he'd come back and play? I mean, l- let's just say and assume that the Giants, who, as you said, don't have anything to play for this week, they've already punched their ticket into the playoffs. If they rest some of their starters to prepare them for that wild card round, and it is still Gardner Minshew, you know, what are you talking about, a month? Where if the Eagles were to win that matchup and they would get the first round the first round by with their number one overall seed, but the next action that Jalen Hurts would see is the, the divisional round? I mean, that's it'd be a tough call to be able to go in there and be able to keep the momentum that you had before the injury itself. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he'll be able to slide right back in and there won't be any rust and he'll be just fine. But, but I think that is something that you almost – contemplate right now you know dealing with his injury and all that and and look i'll put it this way based on how they've played and this isn't a knock on gardner Minshew necessarily but they haven't been the same team you know that they have not been the same team without jalen hurts in there at quarterback so 
they might need him in order to win this week, regardless of what the Giants put out there, and get that number one overall seed. Their defense is what concerns me the most right now. If you, you know, me taking a critical look at at it, it's like, okay, Jalen is out resting, and you guys seem to be cruising towards what would be a number one seed. But the defense definitely did not show up the way that they needed to show up against Dallas, and then against a team that has a good defense in the New Orleans Saints and. Their offense is is not that good, but they were still able to have success against against the, the Eagles. I don't think they're trending in the right direction. And while I'll say, you know, there's always going to be the debate would they have won if they had Jalen Hurts or lost. I I look at it and I say, okay, they probably would have had a little bit more. They're they're going to have a much more efficient. And, and and more prolific style of offense when Jalen Hurts is in there. There's no there's no doubt about that. But if your defense isn't and, and, and I, listen, I'm not I'm not going to say they were horrible. They weren't they weren't horrible against New New Orleans. But I, I just you know if their defense doesn't tighten up, I think that that's the biggest concern that you have to have heading into the playoffs. Is that that you know. Your offense can only do so much. You got to have balance, and you know you just haven't really seen that from them um, the last couple weeks. You guys remember a couple years ago, Brady? You mentioned the time off and whether you want to be off that long if you're Jalen Hurts. You remember a couple years ago when Baltimore was the best team in the AFC? They had that first round by. and then they rested their starters week the final week of the season. And then Tennessee came in that first playoff game and whooped their ass. I mean, it wasn't from the get-go. Lamar Jackson threw an interception, and that was sort of the narrative. The second playoff game, Lamar lost his first playoff game against the Chargers, and then he lost another one at home, and they had the first round by and all this stuff. So they're, they're, And after the game, I think Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh both said, yeah, the rust played a factor. There was you know, the time off played a factor. So it is interesting – like what? What do they do here? Because I wonder is is the Jalen Hurts injury maybe worse than than we've thought? Um, do you bring him back and, and play him for a half? Do you do you come back? Like what's the strategy here? Because as it stands right now, they're fourteen point favorites. All right. So the thinking is they're going to win this game. But how do you play this if you know you've got a quarterback coming back with a shoulder injury on his throwing shoulder? I mean, it, it, to me, it comes down to whether or not you can make the injury worse by playing. If you could potentially injure his arm worse, where if you lose him in this game, it's catastrophic for the rest of the season. It's Minshew the rest of the way. You can't play him. You have to be able to push him and keep him out as long as humanly possible until you absolutely have to play them because they're already in the playoffs. So at that point, that's how I would handle it moving forward. So it would be Minshew this week. And then it hurts until you really need it to. And you just hope that you win this week. And you get that additional buy to give him more time. But, you know, going back to the conversation of how teams tend to handle this sometimes. Uh, remember the Rams in McVay's first year? So they were 11-4 and going into week 17. And I got to call this game versus the 49ers. McVay literally sat almost everyone humanly possible he could 
on the Rams roster and still fielded a team to be able to play. And they got their butts kicked uh, by the San Francisco 49ers, right? Because they were already in the playoffs yeah. at that point in time. And they went into that wild card round. They got beat by Atlanta. Yep. And, and it yep. looked like Jared Goff was rusty. It looked like the team was out of sync and was rusty after ripping off. I think they had won four to the last five before he had, uh, he had, he had sat Goff and everyone else in that Week 17 game. So it, it's, just, it's tough to predict how your team's going to come out and handle that. Um, but we, we've seen examples of it, it not working out. And it's, just, like, it's almost better to play your guys – even though you're subject, subjecting them to risk of injury, as, as crazy as that sounds, as opposed to sitting them out and then hoping that you'll be able to recapture that same match you've got to get you there in the first place. What would you guys prefer as players? The time off to rest, or would you like the reps and then just run the risk of getting injured, You know, knowing that you're not going to be out of rhythm when the playoffs do come around? I'm sure LeVar will say rest. I would say rest if you have the opportunity to to get it because it's anytime you can get rest at this point in the season and give yourself a little bit more time to heal up, that gives you an advantage over the other teams because it's a long season. It's a grueling season. They've added a game. So I certainly would, 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 you know, consider rest. Yeah, I tend to lean towards that just because – Look, if you rest guys and they come back and play, the narrative in talking about, oh, our guys, you know, rusty, but that's, that's going to be a lot easier to handle than talking about a guy who gets hurt in a meaningless game. I mean, yeah. think about having to come to, to the press conference and talk about why, why was, like, for example, the Giants. You know, maybe, and I don't know, maybe the players will play a part in whether or not they choose to play. But imagine you've got guys in there, Saquon Barkley or Dan, whoever else you know you want to talk about. If those guys are in there starting and playing, they wouldn't even hurt. Imagine having to come to the press conference and go, why was he in there in the first place? Yeah. What do you have to gain? In a meaningless game, what do you have to gain? So I, I think that's, to me, always like where it starts is if there's nothing to gain and it's all downside risk, you rest them. And you deal with the fact that, yeah, there's a risk that we could come out rusty or bad for the first half, and we'll just have to deal with those consequences if they happen. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up, we are going to get into what was maybe the best. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Best stretch of football we've seen in a very long time. And we'll have that for you next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up here in just a couple of moments from now, we are going to talk about one of the great stretches of football that you'll ever see. We'll get to that here just a couple of moments from now right here on FSR. But first, let me tell you guys about Stamps.com. Stamps.com teamed up with the post office to get you not only huge, but huge, as they say in New York, mailing and shipping discounts up to 86% off. It's a new year no-brainer. Save serious money with Stamps.com. Use code 2PROS for a four-week trial, free postage, and a free scale. Stamps.com, code 2PROS. Oh, man. Proud of oh, you, man. Yeah. Proud Very of nice. you. You know? Very nice. You know, I, uh, I, I maybe finagled in a little free account for us on there, fellas. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, oh, well, yeah. look at you pulled some strings. I, huh? uh, I told them to reach out to Lee. To coordinate it with Lee to to set set us up, set the team up, and uh, I, I believe where are we on that? Where, where are we at? Oh, uh, we are. Uh, <laughs> we're efforting. We're efforting. <laughs> it's all right, Lee. We'll talk about it next break. But it's all right. It's all right. Uh, yeah. The old the old efforting monster. God, I love Go! Lee. The 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 efforting monster gets us sometimes. Yeah. I love Lee. Hey, I, listen, uh, hey Lee, I got your back, man. Could use yeah. that stamps dot uh, com uh, yesterday, but I look forward to using it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. well, listen, love the people there. What were you? Wait, hold on, Lee. What did you need it for? A little late gift sent out. <laughs> hold on. Can this be that time of the show? We're about halfway through where Lee tells us something that we never thought we'd hear from Lee. Like, who are you sending a gift to? Clint Eastwood? Like, what? Well, come on, yeah. Lee. Like, what? What random story is this? Which Go is ahead. funny because that could actually happen. Oh, hundred yeah. percent, that could happen. Uh, maybe a former, uh, you know, or current, a big name quarterback. You know, out there. Oh, okay. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying to Aaron Rodgers? What, do you manifest something Reed? with Aaron Rodgers? No, I'm just saying check your uh, check your mail there, Brady. Oh, I'm about oh what? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. getting something? Oh, my. I don't want to say what it is. I mean, if I have an idea of what it is, I, 
Just uh, right. remember to look left, look right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell that means. Yeah, hey, um, we'll figure it out. Lee, any stories from the weekend you want to tell us? Anything that's going on in your personal life? Because I was going to say, why are you setting this so late after the holidays? Like, <laughs> I'm just late you... to the game on this one this year. I've been busy. Okay. You know? I, I, okay. I, I got I get a pretty good idea why. I mean, we do have an FSRIR coming up uh, in about 20 minutes from now. So, well, that is today. That's yeah, there, that is today. We'll, 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 we'll hold off then. Yeah, uh, I want to hear Lee shenanigans. <laughs> something tells me Lee, after that big win over the Vikings, could have maybe had something take place. 100%. With a, mon- a, with a Monday off. 100%. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A dangerous combination for Lee to laugh. It's a dangerous combination that we have Packers-Lions late night. I was kind of not... I was hoping they would not flex that game to the late game on Sunday. Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's already, yeah, it's already going to be an issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, by the way, the big story in the NFL, we will keep uh, continue to keep you updated on this. Uh, Bill Safety, DeMar Hamlin, uh, still in critical condition at the hospital um, after being taken away last night during Monday Night Football when he collapsed, uh, went into cardiac arrest. Um, so they were able to get his heart back uh, up and going before they left the stadium. But as of right now, now, uh, no further updates, but we will have those for you uh, throughout the course of the show as soon as we get those. Um, all right. So when it comes to the college football playoffs, that was maybe the best stretch of high-level football I, I'm, I think I've ever seen in one day in college football. Those, that playoff on, on Saturday, the playoff matchups, TCU, Michigan, and tons of storylines coming out of both of those. And then obviously Georgia, Ohio State to finish it off. Unbelievable college football. Just from an entertainment standpoint, hard to do better than that. College, pro, I don't care what sport it is. That was absolutely phenomenal what we saw on Saturday. Had a little bit of everything, right, guys? Yeah. I mean, you had, like, tight games, high scoring, good defense at times. You had controversy, um, especially the way the, the first game had ended uh, with the Tulane player. That was targeting. I mean, let's, let's be honest. That was by the definition of the rule, targeting uh, against Michigan – or, excuse me, against the Michigan player. Yeah. Should have been called, although in that moment, it really felt like the officials didn't want to interject themselves into the game knowing that it would have given not only a 15-yard penalty to Michigan, but another chance to potentially come back and win that thing, even as it seemed a bit unlikely uh, in that moment. But I, I digress. Uh, and you had that in the, in the next game too, right? Marvin Harrison, that hit, that he ends up getting knocked out of the game uh, with a concussion. And however, somehow, some way, uh, it's not considered targeting. Um, so a, a bit of controversy, I think, in both with at least how it was officiated. That being said, what a season for TCU and them just kind of being a team of destiny in the way they they played the season. And, and how about Georgia? I mean, wire to wire, the defending national champions once again are going to have a chance as almost a two-touchdown favorite to defend their crown. And so how about that for Kirby Smart and their team? It's pretty wild, man. I was at the game, saw Coach Rick, um, thoughts and prayers and shots out to him and, you know, how he, you know, where he's at with things, dealing with what he's dealing with. But, man, that TCU, to me, first thing I thought is he's that or TCU is what's – I think it's great for college football. And I think it's great for college football because – 
TCU is one of those type teams, you'd say it's Cincinnati, you know, the year before and how well they played. And you're like, you would love to see a team like Cincinnati make it into the playoff and and see if they could do it. Um, I didn't think that TCU stood a real chance against Michigan. I don't know about how a lot of other people felt about it, but I just thought that the way Michigan has been playing, that they would be too much, especially in the run game. And I know they had the starter out, but they still have a talented, you know, talented back and and still have a talented offensive line. I just thought it was I thought it was interesting. On I honestly thought that TCU and Georgia came out the most prepared out of the, the four teams. And it's interesting because they both ended up winning. Now, with that being said, Michigan did adjust like they yeah. always do. And they did come storming back, but they weren't able to, to get some key stops and, and key moments. And I think Marvin Harrison Jr. going out with that concussion was the difference in the game. Because I don't even For think sure. that it comes down to that final field goal if Marvin is still in that game. He was uh-huh. dicing them up. Right. And and in the end, it's interesting because Stetson Bennett, I mean, the dude is a freaking warrior, man. Um, you know that that last drive when when he was hitting them downfield and going after it, I was I was surprised in a way that that Ohio State went so conservative after Stroud's run. I would have stayed on the gas, yeah, because that's I mean, what got you a- there. You were settling for a 50-yard field goal in college? I'm thinking, what in the hell are you thinking running the ball up the middle like that? I mean, I just – that was to me probably as much as we want to talk about Marvin Harrison and him not coming back in. You know, look, the medical staff, even though he came out frustrated, they wouldn't give him his helmet. You know, they looked – appeared like he was okay. But, again, I'm not going to get into the long-term health issues and everything with that. That played a huge impact. But that decision in and of itself to not be more aggressive in that moment, I think is what spelled Ohio State's demise. Like it just to me that was that was a bad, bad situation to put Ruggles in, their kicker, a fifty yarder to win it, and that was how you're supposed to do it. I just you're almost for a team that I think had Georgia on the ropes, right? You're almost kind of begging or hoping for a chance in that instance if that's how you want it to play out. So I thought that was one of his bigger coaching blunders well, he's had this, this year. And, and answer I'll, me this, because hold, hold on, John, because when I'm watching the game, all I could sit there and say to myself was, wow, they're afraid they're going to turn the ball over. They're, they're afraid. And is that a lack of confidence in the receiving core? Is that a lack of confidence in Marcus Stroud? Excuse me, C.J. Stroud. He he played himself into a more solidified draft status and stock in this game. I thought he played a phenomenal football game. And to be in one of the most pivotal moments of the game, he makes an amazing run. Why do you now throttle down? Like, do you feel like that was an indictment on their trust of – what what Stroud could do in in that scenario, like I'd rather do it this way and trust the leg of the kicker. Stroud was the best player on the field. 
Yeah. Well, but, Marvin Jones Jr. was the best player Marvin on Marvin Harrison. Marvin, Marvin Harrison. Harrison. Jesus. Yeah. You know, I had a rough day yesterday, by the way. So yeah. well, we, you guys we got, got the hour coming up. We'll, we'll get Thank to you. Thank you, sir. Thank <laughs> we you. got it coming up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, to your point, though, LeVar, I'll echo that. Uh, and I know Jonas wants to go. But <laughs> he, uh, um, messed up. He, I mean, with the way I look at this draft class now, after seeing that from C.J. Stroud, it's Long Bryce hours. Young than C.J. Stroud. Like, I think if you go with Will Levis and Anthony Richardson ahead of either one of those two guys, you are hoping and praying they develop like Josh Allen has. Like, that's what you're hoping and you're praying for. And I'll tell you this much. There's only one Josh Allen. And there's only one circumstance where Josh Allen went to an in, in Buffalo and had the same offensive coordinator for three years, the same stability and head coach and, and everything for three years in their front office. And then they give him arguably one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in Stephon Diggs in year three. If that's your plan for Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, great. More power to you. I think it eventually is going to work out for you. But otherwise, you better go with a guy like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Both those guys are more prepared to take over what is usually a pretty bad franchise than the other two guys are because they've got some in- internal work to do before that. So I- I'm with you. I-, I thought C.J. Stroud proved a lot of doubters and people wrong, showing his mobility, not only running, but I think in the pocket. Like that was what impressed me most mm-hmm. is the way he slid and moved around the pocket, got out of harm's way because – if you think about like that's what he's going to have to do in the next level. He's going to draft to do a bad football team with a bad offensive line. He's going to have to be able to do that the next level, and he put that on display. Uh, Michigan, man. Michigan. What? what? Michigan. They, just, they couldn't get a stop. No. And, and I mean, every it, time you thought, okay, now, now they're starting to figure it out. Now they're starting to roll. Missed tackle, and it was like they couldn't stop TCU from big plays. And it was just – there was no answers for him. And and you just saw the way that game finished up and the bad snap at the end and the targeting. I mean, it just – that was a bad bad look all the way around for Michigan. They're a big play machine, man. I mean, Quentin Johnston will probably be the first wide receiver taken in this draft class. Um, Darius Davis, their slot and returner, is dynamic. Tay Barber is almost – gets left behind because of the other two and how good they are. You know, and even with uh, Kendra Miller out – DeMarcado, the SMU transfer, came in as a backup running back. He's been fantastic when he's asked to. And obviously Duggan's played tough. And, they, and they've got other guys who kind of pitch in who've got size and speed, too, behind those guys. So it's just – it's a really interesting cast. And, look, Sonny Dykes has, has kind of been – they've been the forgotten team in, in ways as far as, you know, playing against uh, other teams out there. Texas this season, they were obviously an underdog. And other times where they've been an under, underdog. This, this game, they were a seven-and-a-half-point underdog. Well, now they're a two-touchdown underdog. You know, TCU's 10-3-1 against the spread. So I think they really love being in that position. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see, you know, <laughs> if they can pull this thing off. Uh, the Roman Wilson, touchdown or no? Uh, touchdown. That was, that was a bad call. Yeah. I, I don't really know how you determine that he had possession until he got across the plane. Yeah. Like, that's the only way you could look at that play. I thought the officiating in these games was inconsistent, and there was times it was just downright bad, and I'm sure Mike Pereira or Dean Blandino will be upset about that, but um, the reality is it just, it just was. It was incredibly inconsistent from game to game and with the calls, and I thought targeting in particular 
got a little bit exposed in, in a couple of different ways. You know, in, in the first case, in the TCU-Michigan game, there's two definitions of targeting. One where there's a defensive player and then one with the way the player uses their helmet. And I think both plays were defined or both rules were defined on each of them. One with the, T- the TCU player and the way he used his helmet to hit the Michigan player in that case, that was the, the first one. And then the second one would have been Marvin Harrison in the process of making a catch, who's considered defenseless, took a shot at the head and neck area. You know, I don't know how you get, you'd keep a guy out from a game with concussion symptoms or if that's the concern, if he wasn't hit to the head or neck area. Because even when he came to the ground, it wasn't like his ham really, head really slammed against the ground. It was that initial hit from, I believe, Bullard um, that, that would have caused that, and they should have been targeting as well. Let me ask you a question. The targeting in the Michigan-TCU game, do you guys think if that's the second quarter they call targeting? Because I do. Yes, yes. Uh, so just think about that. It's broke. Like you can't. Like that. That's that's an egregious mistake to make. And if their if their reasoning is, well, you know, in the in that point in the game, we didn't want to we didn't want it to impact the result of the game. Okay, then why is the rule there to begin with? If you're calling it in the second quarter, why would you not call it in the fourth quarter with the game on a line? It was clearly targeting. I don't know. I don't know how uh, they came back with that. I'm not going to go as far as saying it's broke. I just think as as a group of officials, you have to have the confidence to make that call. You, you have to be able to say, this is the rule. I don't care at what point in time when it happens in the game. It should be targeting, and we should make this call. So it, to me, that's more of the issue, is if you're factoring in the situation of the game over the, the health and safety and well-being of players, then you've got your priorities wrong. Mm. It's – Well, I, I was just going to say, I saw a lot of hits – where I was in conflict as to if it was targeting. And I was in conflict of, of it. Like one, And some of them, they put their, the crown of their head down. Done. Targeting. The minute I see the head go down, that's targeting. But there were some where the hit was made. Even, like, I'm going to be honest. Well, no, no, because he did put his head down a little bit. But. I just I, I see some of these hits where they're lowering themselves, but they're turning their body to make contact with their shoulder. I'm I think what I'm trying to figure out now is, are we getting to a point now where we have to say they have to hit them with less force? You know, because now I'm 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 now starting to wonder, are hard hits like are those Penalty are those penalty offenses, and and that's kind of where I'm at now. I I, I watched how Jalen Smith could have planted the quarterback in in the game that you know in the uh, the New York game, and he pulled up. He pulled up because he didn't you know he thought that the guy didn't have the ball, and and I know that that's because you don't want to get a dumb penalty. It's considered to be a dumb penalty if Jalen Smith takes him down to the ground or if he thumps him and hits him and the ball has been released and then now here comes a flag. You know, some of this is is kind of striking me as are we now needing to have I mean, and and I'm just I'm not even trying to be like, you know, sarcastic here. I am being totally honest. Are we now getting to a place where there has to be the conversation of monitoring how hard you approach to make a hit? 
And, yeah, and, yeah. and that's that's it's a dilemma. I I don't know if it's that so much. I just think they need to be more consistent with the way they're calling. You know, the use of the crown of the helmet. They, they've changed the size of it. It used to be if you put a bowl on top of your head, that was what they defined as the crown. Now they're not defining that as the crown anymore. You know, because they thought there's too many guys who are getting called for hits that where they were they were using the proper technique, but they're considering it uh, targeting because just a hit to the head and neck area. You know, now they've they've really changed it to where it's a smaller circle on the top of the helmet, and so it helps to see them lowering it. But really, it's just the use of that very top portion of the helmet to create contact in order to call targeting. So. Um, that that's that. I just think the rule needs to be officiated more consistently. It hasn't been, and and that's a bigger conversation for another day. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up, it is a tradition, especially after a long weekend. It's the FSRIR. We'll have that for you right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six a.m. Eastern, three a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We will continue to keep you updated. The very latest developments from the situation that took place last night during Monday Night Football. Obviously, um, just a, a tough, difficult situation for a lot of people just watching it, seeing what's happened with the story and just the reports coming out of uh, of uh, DeMar Hamlin and his status at the hospital. We'll have the very latest on that for you here again, coming up a little over 10 minutes from now. Before we get to another edition of the FSRIR, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount for combining your mo- motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. After your sports weekend happens so it's time to get the fsr ir report all right long weekend long weekend who's up first what do we got all right who wants to go first what do we got who wants it who wants some of it i had a great Bar almost went into his but hold on jeez well i mean go ahead lee no I i had a great weekend i got you know I, I was out and about bar hopping. You got blasted, didn't you, Lee? <laughs> Somebody did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we definitely cracked open uh, all the bottles of wine we took. We took home from Italy and from uh, from Greece, and uh, the girlfriend the was definitely hurting on Sunday. So, yeah. What, what do you mean you took home from Italy? When, when did you go to Italy and Greece? Over the summer. Yeah, remember? I did my for like two weeks. Oh, that. Gone. So everything you brought back is gone. Uh, we saved that. We saved the one really nice one, but yeah, we went through a couple bottles. <laughs> God, dude, that's such the American way. We just <laughs> we buy stuff, consume it. That's well, all we do. Hey, Lee, uh, you know you got to let that stuff sit, especially the wine. You know, got to let <laughs> yeah. it age a little at least, bit. At least a year or so. Like, yeah. Would you buy like a late old vintage or something? Yeah, yeah I got some. Well, yeah, not not too new, too fancy. Some 2016s, some good stuff. Would you get some Tuscanies, please? Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Berto and I, I don't know. Well, I have from no idea. No one calls it that. Uh, yeah. By the way, Berto and I FaceTimed on New Year's Eve. Oh, How about nice. that? A little FaceTime yeah, friendship. Yeah. What was Berto doing? Same thing we were doing. Yeah, it's uh, chilling. <laughs> drinking, drinking yeah. watching Mexican television. Right. <laughs> I was, I was in a hotel in the butt. preparing for an NFL, a meaningless NFL game. Oh, so. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Well, I'll say this. I, I probably drank too much yesterday. Yes, the weapon of choice was, as stated, a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> yeah, was what was was used. Yeah, so that wasn't even the IR. The IR was it was cold, it was rainy, and we were wet. So after everything was all, yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, oh. uh, and so <laughs> we were. We and then he went to the Rose Bowl. Uh-oh. Right there we go. We, 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 we stopped for for another a nightcap after we were you know coming back. I was with Jesse Laquetta, which funny enough, oddly enough, we could have been the ones that broke that that uh, whole video deal that that went viral and and everybody picked <laughs> up and JJ Watt talked about it. Um, he's he's here right now. It's, it's, it's interesting because I wish we would have did it. But uh, we're having a nightcap. We're talking. We come back to the house and start 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 a fire. 
So the way I start fires is, you know, put the wood on, put put a fire starter on Step there. One. But <laughs> but I turn the um I turn the, the the what is it the gas on to to get it started. You know, so because sometimes it does starts a little slow. So I turn. I'm I'm talking and I'm I'm like obviously I'm faded in a in a in an amazing way. Like you know I've been I, my Long Island's got me going good, and I'm talking and I don't realize that I'm still turning the gas down. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I went to light it. Oh boy! And that fire came up out of there and it burned. It singed probably up to close to where my elbow is. My hand, I burnt the hell out of my hand. Like my my hand is just totally torched, and yeah, and I laughed. We all laughed about it. Like it's it stunk really bad. How's it feeling today? Uh, it's it's. I got like you know like bacitrace and all on my whole hand and wrist, but I burnt it. Yeah, I burnt it. This is a, this is a real IR. I burnt it. That. <laughs> so. How about LeVar filming Backdraft 2 on yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.